When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think safety this February. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Two minutes past eight on SENSA Breakfast. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Massive thanks to tyre power too. Selected Falcon tyres at 25% off. Now, Mark Bickley, before we get David Croft on the line, did you want to read out a couple of text messages and also how people can get in touch with the show? Hey, Costa, here are the facts. Average income per member is more for a Port Adelaide member and per head, Port Adelaide supporters spend more in the CBD on game day. Finally, Costa, take a big deep breath in and take note of what an actual football club looks like. That's from Dan. So this is what this is what I didn't want to get into. There's another one. Costa, enjoy listening to the game while trying to hide it from your boss at work while I'm enjoying the game. And what does Will say? Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> can't can't do that. Now we've got North Ball, and we've got Baz Ball, and all I can say is if you if you sort of use that and put David Kosh's name at the front, and then sort of use your imagination, that's what Port are going to be playing. You can say Kosh Ball. Well, but I'm I'm guessing he wants to pronounce it slightly different differently. I did not read into that whatsoever. Well, why get your head out of the gutter? <laughs> What's our text number? Yeah, good question. It's right in front of you. 0427-154-166. Well, Bix, this is very exciting. David Croft is bringing his highly popular show to Adelaide to display his enormous talents, not only as the doyen of Formula One race broadcasting, but also as a true entertainer. It's happening at the Ark, which is an incredible venue. On the 17th of March at 7pm, you do not want to miss it. A highly interactive show, laughs, insights, prize giveaways, auctions, Audience participation. This is going to be brilliant in Mad March. Sure we are so blessed to be joined by the man himself on SENSA Breakfast. Good morning to you, David Croft. Good morning to you too. How are you? Uh, we're very well and very much looking forward to having a chat to you, not only about the show, which we'll get to in a moment, but um, I, I guess mm-hmm. reflecting on an interesting, well, I mean, kind of interesting Formula One season, quite predictable, moving into a new one to win 2024. There's a lot to talk about. There is always something to talk about, hence the live show, to be honest. It's something Martin Brundle told me way back in 2006, which was my, uh, my first ever season in Formula One. Seems like a, a, an age ago now. Uh, we were having lunch in Brazil, and I said, don't you ever get, find that you've got nothing to say because you're on the telly and I'm on the radio and I can talk about the weather and pigeons and all that sort of thing. He went, no, Crofty, there is always something to talk about, which is something I've held very clear. For the entirety of my career, and you know what? As ever, Martin Brundle wasn't wrong. Always something going on. I mean, there was I was thinking it was going to be a really dull start to the season, but happened in the last few weeks. I mean, it's just gossip central in Formula One. Yeah, well, let's start with Christian Horner and Red Bull, hugely successful last year, dominated the competition, and now under investigation, a a bit of a, a cloak of secrecy. What do you know? Well, listen, there's so many rumours flying around, uh, but 350 Grand Prix worth of experience has taught me not to listen to rumours. And also never to say never in Formula One is what can happen in this sport. Um, I I don't know what the story is. 
only those involved and Red Bull are trying to get to the bottom of exactly what's happened. Uh, and whenever they find out what's happened, I would hope that the appropriate action uh, is taken in that respect. Um, Formula One have come out today uh, at Liberty, uh, the commercial rights holder, and said they'd quite like a swift end to this. And the FIA have backed that up as well. Ford Motor Company are watching from int- with interest from America to say, look, we have our standards. We expect them to be adhered to as well. But we don't know what's happened, so there's no point speculating at this moment uh, in time. It, will it affect the Red Bull team? I, I, I don't know. Only those with, within Red Bull can say that. Uh, Christian Horner was, was front and centre at the launch last week. And it was a launch that attracted a lot of attention for, for a lot of the right reasons as well. And that's the car, which looks very, very different to the car that they dominated with uh, last year. And that's kind of what I'm interested in at the moment. As we go into testing this week, how quick is that car going to be? And there's, there's no reason to think it won't be an absolute rocket ship and we won't get more Max Verstappen dominance. So fingers crossed that others have found a lot more pace as well because uh, otherwise we're going to have to get used to that Dutch and, national, uh, Dutch and Austrian national anthem combo which isn't perhaps the most exciting national anthem combo we've ever heard No, we don't like hearing that consistently We were very fortunate here in Adelaide over January to be graced with the presence of Valtteri Bottas who was here supporting Tiffany Cromwell, mm. his, his partner in the um, the Tour Down Under, I had the opportunity to speak with him. And first of all, the access that he gives to everybody was it was amazing. It kind of puts our Australian athletes to shame. But also to see and get his insight, David, into um, his future and where what he's going to be doing with his team. Um, there's also uncertainty for him because uh, basically yeah. his team has to change its name depending on the country that it's in um, all the fact uh, due to the sponsors. So um, he's got an interesting 24 months coming up. Yeah, which often, you know, when you first hear that, that, that his team are going to be changing their name because their sponsor cannot advertise in certain countries, you think, oh, that's just ludicrous, isn't it? Mm. But money talks and, and every team, even with a budget cap, certainly needs money. We'll be calling them Sauber because I think that's the one, one name we could actually call them all season long yes. without having to change it. Um, but but they are the Hinville team, the Sauber team. They're a bit in limbo at the moment. Two years time, they're going to be Audi, and and Valtteri Bottas would dearly love to stay with them until they become Audi. And in a way, I really hope that he does because he's exactly the sort of driver they need going forward in terms of uh, developing, understanding what's needed. You know, being that calm, professional. You know, driver that you can trust and rely on at all times. He might not be the quickest man in the Grand Prix ever, but he's not bad over one lap, and he's a very dependable driver, and, and he's quite marketable as well, as he's proven mm. since he left Mercedes, and he's going to be down at the Adelaide Festival as well, and I can't wait to catch up with him there, because I haven't seen much of him over the winter. Love spending time with Valtteri. Uh, there, there are a couple of nights that we've spent time together, and I don't really remember too much about what happened. <laughs> uh, and, and I blame... I blame him entirely for that one, to be fair. Uh, but he's, he's a great guy. And, and you're right, very giving of his time, very approachable. You know, and, and let's face it, you know, was a pretty decent teammate to Lewis Hamilton all those years. Well, you mentioned Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. Um, did, you, did you get any inclination that he was going to make the announcement that he did where he's headed to Ferrari in 2025? Listen, it would be it would be far. I'm far too modest to say that I said it back in 2019, but I said it back in 2019. <laughs> to be fair, and you, you, you go online and Google that, and it's it's all there. Um, I, I I've always thought that Lewis Hamilton would 
would end up his career at Ferrari and would go to Ferrari at, 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 towards the end of his career. Why not? The, the pull of the, the prancing horse is, is, is way too strong to completely ignore. And he's never, he's never denied that he would be happy driving for Ferrari. But the timing, I don't think, has been right in the past. The timing is probably right now or for 2025. He's not leaving a, a well, he's leaving a winning team, but he's not leaving a team that's winning at the moment, mm. if that makes sense. Mercedes and uh, Lewis have had great success together. You know, but there comes a time in every sports person's career where you think, right, maybe I need a bit of a fresh challenge. Maybe I need some, some fresh surroundings. And maybe I need just to try and, and energize myself in a different location. And, and, and it made complete sense to me the minute that that story broke that, that Lewis will be going. And I wish him well, and I hope it's going to be a real success because I think it will be great for Formula One. I think it will be great for Lewis. And, and look, let's face it, to see, to see Lewis Hamilton potentially win, and I'm getting well ahead of myself here, <laughs> three you know, world championships with three different teams, to me would absolutely cement, and not that we need that extra concrete, but would cement his position, in my mind, as the greatest Formula One driver we've ever had. But hey, thank you so much this morning for having a chat with us. We are so looking forward to it. March the 17th, uh, 17th, I should say, 7 p.m. at the Arkabar Hotel. David Croft is going to bring his interactive show. There's laughs, there's insights, there's prize giveaways, there's live auctions. Everyone's going to get involved. If you are a fan of motorsport, and in particular, Formula One, you are going to love the show, and uh, we can't wait to uh, come and say good day, David. Well, I can't wait either. It'd be great to see you guys. Uh, the uh, Arkabar Hotel, top of the arc, St. Patrick's Day. Bring your own Guinness. David Croft, thank you so much for joining us on SENSA. And Big you did some of your best work at the Arkabar Hotel in the late 90s, I reckon. Is back that true? In the, back in the day. I can't remember that far. There's still a photo of you at the Ark at Sporty's Bar. You know, when Title Town happened, holding up that trophy, I reckon, mm. with, um, who were we holding? Was Rachel Spawn there? Catherine Harvey. Catherine Harvey was and there. And Brett Maher. Well, there you go. Mm. Legends, and so was the man we just spoke to. David Croft on SENSA Breakfast.